Hey, Legacy podcast listeners, we are switching it up today um, and are featuring uh, a very special interview um, with one of our employees. And hopefully it'll give you a glimpse of what it's like to work for such a great company and a retirement community and, and the day in the life of those who truly make a difference with our residents. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more information about Legacies, please check out our website at LegacyRetirement.com. Um, also, our Facebook page has lots of great uh, information and pictures of about all the fun things our enrichment team does. So Kyle, I'm going to let you take it from here. Hello, this is Kyle Hayfley, Tracy's husband. Uh, I am taking over this portion of the podcast to provide the intro for Tracy. Though she is, from what I understand, the youngest person ever interviewed on this show, uh, she is a card-carrying member of the AARP. She is far from retired, though. Uh, As the enrichment director at the Legacy Retirement Communities, she thrives on the relationship she's fostered here with the residents and with her co-workers. She might tell you that she has truly found her life's purpose in the work that she does with the residents, and she does her best to live out the motto that she has on the back of her car and tattooed to her arm, kindness matters. She started with the company working in the fitness room, and she still teaches some fitness classes at the Y. Anyone who's met her knows that she's bursting with high energy. We have two grown children. They make us very proud. Tracy loves all genres of music. She loves musical theater, and she will often be found singing aloud a few lines to songs that just happen to pop into her head as they maybe fit the current topic of a conversation. Uh, Sometimes she even gets the lyrics right to those songs. She loves to travel. She thrives on new experiences, including some things like trying out scuba diving, skydiving, and paragliding that she has done in recent years. In the coming months, she and I are going to be living abroad as we uh, take a sabbatical of sorts to New Zealand. I'll be practicing medicine in a small town clinic in the town of Martin, New Zealand. Travel has always been a big part of our lives, but this is our biggest endeavor yet. We can't wait for this experience, and we'll come back and share what we've learned with all of our friends when we return home in eight months. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Now I will turn it over to your host, Kayla Schaff. Well, podcast listeners, we have a very special guest today, Miss Tracy Hayfley. Um, Tracy is one of our team members at Legacy Retirement Communities, and we are so excited to have the chance to sit down and just chat with Tracy. So, Tracy, would you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself? Who is Tracy? Wow. Tracy is someone like many other people. She's pretty average, but she strives to be better than that. She wants to have purpose and give back to people. She wants to make people's lives better, and that is friends, that is family. That's, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tracy, tell me about what does purpose mean to you? For me, it is making other people's lives a little better. It's a reason to get up in the morning. It is a reason to live. It sounds corny, but that's what it is for me. And I think it's different for people and I think it can change throughout your life. And the the reason I say that is because I have had many career changes, maybe not many, but a few career changes. And every time I took a new role 
I loved it. I thought it was great. But it wasn't until I joined Legacy Retirement Communities that I found my purpose, that I found that working with these seniors and working with my coworkers gave my life meaning and gave me so much joy. And maybe that's the key to what is purpose, is bringing joy to others and receiving joy in return. Can you share with our listeners or give our listeners a little background of um, your journey with Legacy Retirement Communities and, and what how, how that purpose unfolded? When I first joined the Legacies, I was actually, we were consulted because I worked in the fitness center and I would, I worked part-time because I was also doing other things and just loved being with these seniors And like I said, they gave me so much in return. And when another position opened in the enrichment department, I just thought, boy, I think that would be a great role for me. And so I talked it over with my family because we did have two kids that uh, I had been a stay-at-home mom for at least part of their time. And they said, if this is something you think you want to do, then we're going to make it work. And we did. And everybody, my whole family gave something so that I could try this. And I was in the enrichment department then as the enrichment director and then worked at the estates as the enrichment person there and oversaw the other two locations as well. And then my role continued to morph. And I started doing a little of the PR. I started doing a little of the social media, started doing a few things with the for enrichment for the employees as well. Um, you know, what I hear um, is your passion uh, for people and um, connecting with people. And how, how has that translated through your life uh, and looking forward in your next step? Well, I think, I think that's very correct. I am a people person. I always have been. I need that connection with people to really thrive. So if, if that makes the difference, it's that connection every day with the employees, that connection especially every day with the residents that matters. It's not very often, I would guess, that a woman who loves her career gets reminded by her 16-year-old daughter of what's important in the role she has. And it was my daughter who was realizing that I was feeling a little stressed at work, that I was um, just being a little overwhelmed with some of the duties that needed to be done in a timely manner. And one day she just looked at me in the morning and said, Mom, you need to spend some time with your residents today. And I looked at her and I said, you're right, I do. Because it's getting back to why we do what we do that really matters. And the fact that she could recognize that and understand that that was my purpose, that was such a valuable gift to her as well, to to show her that you can go to work every day and you can love what you do and work is just a word and it doesn't have to be a negative word. And it was really valuable to me to be able to share that with her. And and when I can remember one day we were going to have confection celebration, we had done all these layered candy dishes. And 
I was running around kind of crazy that morning at home just because I wanted everything to be right. And I was probably quick to, you know, send the kids out the door and I was putting things in the car and maybe a little short with my daughter, Chandler. And I looked at her and I said, now, wait a minute, Chandler, you know, I love my job, right? She goes, yes, mom, I know you love your job. Do what you need to do. I'll see you tonight. (laughs) And so it was, again, I just wanted to remind her that it was it was all for good, yeah. and it was valuable. You know, when I think back um, to some of the learning experiences that we've we've traveled together, and and those teachable moments, can you reflect on any of those teachable moments that made an impact in your your life and your work? I can tell you what I've learned. Some of the things that I've learned while working there, and that is the residents have taught me that. Life is short. Even when you're 70 or 80 or 90, life is short. And so embrace it, enjoy it, and worry a lot less than you are. That's one of the things I remember. Actually, I was at a convention, and they asked these two 90-year-old twins, and they said, "Uh, what would you do? What would you tell your younger self? And they both said, I would tell my younger self to worry less. So it's those little things that I have been taught. One resident said, do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do, which means get the work done that you have to get done so that you see it flourish and you get to enjoy doing what you do. When my son was graduating high school, I asked a bunch of our residents to give, uh, they were senior thoughts for a senior. And we took all those quotes and for his graduation party, they were hanging all over my house. And I still have those to this day because they were so valuable. And unfortunately, many of those people are no longer with us, but those lessons that they've taught us along the way are really valuable. And they don't always teach us things I we want to do. I'll speak for myself. Some of the residents teach me how I don't want to be. And that's okay because it goes back to we're not all alike and it would be a boring world if we were. But I can look to aging myself and understand that I want to be this way or I don't want to be this way. And hopefully by keeping that in the back of my mind as I get older, I'll be able to act accordingly on that. We'll see what life throws me, what pains and what ailments and what heartache is thrown my way because there's a whole lot of that that helps us form our character as we're getting older. Tracy, you've been thrown into some situations um, for our residents that oftentimes you're interacting as family or representing family um, at some crucial times. Has there been any situations that have impacted you? I can think of one. We had the loss of a resident in our communities, and it was a very sad loss, and it was a sudden loss. And this was a gentleman who was very well-known in the Lincoln community and also very well-known in our buildings. He was positive. He was 
basically he was the ambassador to to the newest residents who moved in. And that was a self-appointed role. He would make sure people had the answers to the questions that they had. He would make sure that people, even though we have employees who do this, he took it upon himself to make sure that people felt welcome at, this was at the Legacy Estates. And then I had the great opportunity to speak at his funeral. And it was a big responsibility because I wasn't sure how I was going to give him justice in all the things that he had given us. So the best thing I thought I could do was I talked to a bunch of people. I talked to residents, I talked to employees, and I basically gave a lot of examples that people shared with me. But it's interesting that I just thought of that because I was going through a file the other day and I came across a letter from his son. And the letter, it was actually just a note, said that your thoughts and your comments were probably my favorite part of that service. And that meant so much to me. And I know it did because it was several years ago and I still have that note. So hopefully I did him justice. So Tracy, what brings you joy? You have such a knack for bringing the best out of our residents and the people you come into contact with. I think that that's something that I ask our residents a lot when they are struggling and they seem sad, or even when they're transitioning into life at the legacies, it is a great conversation when you can say to someone, what brings you joy? What brings you joy on a daily basis? And what would bring you joy today? And then you try to make that happen. And that's the beauty of the enrichment department, is we have the leeway to do that, to do whatever it takes to make sure our residents are feeling joy every day. And I think that's amazing. I have a phrase up in my kitchen that says, this joy I feel is life. And it was something I saw when I was traveling and it just resonated with me. And I want our residents and our employees, but especially our residents to feel that daily, that they have joy in their lives, that they smile about, that makes them feel whole and makes their heart happy. As corny as it sounds, it is really important to me. Axel, our resident, he wasn't living at our communities anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was at South Lake. He was at South Lake. And I went to visit him while he was there. I was visiting someone else. He He was the happiest, most positive gentleman that at that point I had ever met especially someone that was older, because Mm -hmm. at that time it was still very new to me working with senior citizens. And he was so sad that I just looked at him and I said, Axel, do you feel joy? Is there something that brings you joy? And he said, well, I really like my jokes. And I said, do you share them with the people here? Do you share them with the other people that are in rehab. Well, no, I don't. And I said, I want you to find that joy. I want you to find that thing that brings you moment by moment 
something that makes your heart happy. And his daughter called me about three days later and said, what did you say to my dad? I'm going to get emotional. Sorry. And so I told her and she said it made such a difference to him. And it made such a difference to me hearing that. Sorry. (laughs) So do you have a special saying or something that keeps you motivated? So actually, the phrase that I have is really important to me because I have it tattooed on my forearm. The phrase is, kindness matters. And it took me a long time to decide where to put that phrase. I knew what I wanted it to be, but I wasn't sure where I wanted to put it because I knew it was going to stick with me for a long time. And so I decided to put it on my forearm because then when I was shaking someone's hand, when someone was taking my blood, and when I was opening my arms up to give someone a hug, they could read it and they would hopefully know in a second what was valuable to me. And I've had some people say, but what happens when you're 60 or 80 and that tattoo starts looking funny? And I said, if I'm lucky enough to live that long, I'll deal with it then. Travel has been a big part of your life and adventure. Um, How has that shaped you? I think traveling and really trying to, even on short terms, immerse yourself in the culture, immerse yourself in learning about other people and understanding how different and yet how alike we really are, I believe that that has helped me be better as a parent. It has helped me be better as a coworker and in the enrichment department, because I guarantee you that so many of the people that come into our communities, no two are alike. They are all very different and understanding those differences and more importantly, appreciating those differences, that is crucial to making them feel at home. You're so right. You're so right. So Tracy, you are facing a new adventure, if you'd put it. Can you share with our listeners uh, what that adventure entails? My husband and I are going to... New Zealand for eight months. My husband is a family doctor and he is going to practice medicine in a small town in New Zealand, a town of about 4,500 people with no hospital, just a clinic. And I am going to go and have this experience with him. And I have real mixed feelings about it because I love what I do. I love the work that I get to do, and I love the people that I get to do that work with and for. And my husband has been wanting to do this for a little while, and I couldn't ever drag myself away. I couldn't find a time that was going to be perfect to do this. And not that I was important, but I just didn't want to lose that connection that I had. Today, when I was at the Legacy, even with the employees and every person I would come in contact with, I just feel like I am reaching for as much as I can get that will tide me over. And so when I say I'm reaching and I'm grasping, that's what I'm trying to do. I am trying to hold 
have that something to hold on to while I'm gone. And my hope is to come back and work with the company. And that is the company's hope as well. So that's good news. And with technology, we've talked with the enrichment and activities teams about Skyping, about sharing my blog that I'm going to write on the uh, with the residents, whether it's on a weekly basis or something. I'd like to Skype from a sheep farm when they're doing the sheep shearing. I'd like to Skype many uh, waterfall videos and things. I don't know what I'm going to experience there, but what I do know is I want to share it with these residents who have encouraged me to do this, who when they hear it, they are so excited and they say, good for you. And I'm glad you're doing this now while you are able-bodied and you have the energy and the thrill-seeking ability that evidently I have a little bit. So these residents, our residents, have encouraged me to do this and they can't wait till I get back so that they can hear all about it and live it live vicariously a little bit through me, even though many of them have already been to New Zealand and many of them have already been on adventures like this. They are just excited that I'm willing to do it. And that makes it all worth it, knowing that they're supporting me because they are the ones that really make it difficult. As hard as it is to leave my beloved coworkers, and I really do love so many of my coworkers, the residents really are the ones that they're the ones that are giving me meaning to what I do every day. So leaving them is really tough. So one of our values at Legacy Retirement Community is family. How has the meaning of family changed? I don't know that the meaning of family has changed, except I do think I have learned that family doesn't always mean people who share your same bloodline or your same name. Family has always been really important to me. It's just my family is about a thousand people bigger than it used to be. Between the residents and my coworkers, I have a really big family. And that is a really important value for me. I think I said earlier that the values are so important because it just, they sum up in a word what is important to our company. What does having a full life look like to you? To me, I would say it means doing something every day that makes me proud. It means having family that is proud of me and the work that I do and having friends that understand how valuable my role is to me. And those three things, the my own personal pride, my family support, and my friend support, that means having a full life. One of the things that I have always appreciated about you is just your honesty um, and just you know who you are. I want to know, and for other women out there who are trying to be a great mom, a great employee, um, you know, a great wife, a great friend, what advice do you have someone who's searching and trying to find that balance? Keep trying. And some days are better than others or easier than others. And it's worth trying. 
It's worth it when you have a good day, when it all works out, or even when it doesn't all work out. I am the first to admit that I am corny, that I live in this happy space, that I choose to be happy every day. It was something we taught our kids. Choose to be happy because life is so much easier when you're happy. And you can find the negative very easily. And we all know those people out there who find the negative. And there are days I find the negative very easily. But just keep trying to be that good mom, not the best mom, because there is no best mom. Be a good mom, be a good wife, and be a good worker, and all those things will come together. And as corny as it sounds, it is worth it, and it is fun and rewarding and joyful. What has aging taught you and something that you'd like to pass on to others? I think I have actually become more patient personally than I used to be. And I think aging usually helps us gain perspective and it helps us understand multiple perspectives. At least this is what I feel like I've seen with our residents. There are so many stereotypes and so much ageism about older people. And it's one of the things I love to get multiple generations together because they can learn so much from each other. We have daycares come into our communities. We have high schoolers come into our communities. And when they can interact with our residents, they learn so much from our residents. And our residents understand that the world's going to be okay. That with these kids, that they're doing the right thing. They're good people. And it's going to be okay. Do you feel differently about yourself now from how you felt when you were younger? Well, absolutely. I I hope we all do, because that's part of the aging process. We should morph. We should change. We should try to be better. How boring would life be if we were the same now than when I was 20 or 30 or 40? Um, And I hope I continue to change. I've always been an interesting, my husband would say an interesting combination between confident and lacking self-confidence. But I think as I get older, I understand that I'm doing the best I can, that I'm trying the best that I know how, and I know that the people who love and support me, they understand that's what I'm trying to give. And so that's enough for them too. All right. Tracy, what were some of your toughest lessons? Oh, that I don't always get my way. That, um, you know, I do things because I think they're important, as unhumble as that sounds. When I feel strongly about something, I think it should get done. And it doesn't always work that way. And sometimes... Patience is helpful, and I've always said patience is a virtue, just not one of mine. And my husband would agree to that, and I'm sure many of my coworkers might agree to that as well. But just understanding that there's a big picture, and I play a pretty small part in that picture. So just knowing I don't get my way and don't take it personally, and if it's really important to me, that I keep fighting for it. I make a lot of mistakes, and it's okay. Some mistakes are bigger than others, but I know I'm not alone in making mistakes. It's just not 
fun and it's not something I really like to admit. <laughs> so Tracy, what advice would you give someone who is exploring uh, working with seniors or are looking at pursuing a career in a retirement community setting? What advice would you give that individual on their first day to be successful? So what would I say to somebody who is considering it? If you're considering it, I would say you have to at least take an opportunity to delve into it a little bit more. But going back to the why, why do you do what you do? Why do you come to work every day? And for me, it's the resident. The why for me is the resident. And to this day, as I am leading my own team and and working with other employees, I say, is it in the best interest of the resident? And they can usually answer that question quite easily, and then they can act on it. Just keep moving forward. You know, keep trying to be creative, keep, keep trying to be innovative, and pushing the envelope and trying to find, I think it was Jerry Joyce that called it the slight edge, trying to find that slight edge, trying to find the power of one which is the power of one human being to make a difference to another human being. And it doesn't have to be big. It just has to make that difference. Well, we could go on and on, but for the sake of our listeners, I think we'll stop here. We hope to pick up a conversation with Tracy while she's in New Zealand. So keep an eye out for part two. For more information about legacies, please visit our website at www.legacyretirement.com.